Smartcast. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Step inside the marketing mirror to uncover marketing secrets, discover gems, tactics, lessons, and campaigns you can use, next-gen or fundamentals. Grab the marketing magic to improve your marketing and win more business. You gotta love Lisa. In case anyone isn't aware of who Lisa is, Lisa is with Inspire to Thrive. Her blog is all about inspiring and helping other people thrive. She's an expert in digital marketing, in social media consultation and management. She's brilliant as a digital marketer herself. And her blog is one of the top blogs out there respect huge respect to lisa sicard one exciting thing i have to announce for us today is i was able to get some answers from one of our favorite bloggers henneka dustermott who you guys probably all know from the enchanting marketing blog i know lisa and i are big fans it's dinner time for her and if you read her blog you know she likes to cook so since she's cooking she sent me some of her answers about the topic ahead so that we could include them which i thought was super cool of her i think that you guys would you agree that this year i mean every year everybody says okay what is the state of blogging what's the future of blogging how is blogging evolving is blogging still relevant this comes up every year but to me this year it's more imperative than ever because we have the drastic changes now affecting the whole of the industry with ai and those things going on and also i think with all of media and digital marketing changing what do you guys think i've noticed big changes myself suian um Definitely with the AI. I mean, people think, oh, AI is just writing your content, but it's really not. It's really evolved uh, into the SEO aspect, uh, research, productivity tools. It's just so much more. And I love using some of the AI tools. I use the right blogger, but I don't copy and paste everything exactly. I I really, you know, kind of redo a lot of it because you can't trust the links on any of the AI I've learned but it's just made blogging much faster for a lot of folks that are using it. Lisa's bit, bit into it, I think, the longest in a way because she started back at the beginning of Jasper coming into the game. And she's moved through yeah. several tools now, right, Lisa? Yes, yes. I used to love Jasper, but what I found was Jasper only produced content like 700 words, 900 words. It was $59 a month. So I started playing with. Ryan Robinson has a free tool on his blog, the Ryan, Ryan Robinson. And then he has a paid one on the right blogger for $29.99. So it saved me a lot of money, but 
the content that I get from there is like 2,500 to 4,000 word pieces, which of course I've got to go through, you know, you have to do a lot of, of checking of any of the facts. That's the big thing. You got to check the facts. I don't use any of the links. I, matter of fact, you can request uh, no links with it because I tried the links. They were horrible. I would never use the links. I'm very particular where I link to, but the content is, is really good and it's SEO optimized. And now he's got like 55 different tools you can use and all for that $29.99. It's unlimited. I use it a lot when I update old content. You know, I may put a paragraph and say, hey, what can be, be a better paragraph? And it's it, it's just fabulous. I mean, it's really made things a lot easier for me and save time so that you can, you know, update more content and produce more content. So I, I highly recommend that particular tool because I tried the chat GBT when it first came out and it was kind of hard. You had to learn all the different prompts and it was kind of clunky and and with with these tools, it just makes it easy. You don't need to have any tech skills to be able to use the tools. There's a tool called Content at Scale. Julia McCoy, who's been in blogging forever, she ran a big content agency, but now she's actually flipped. She was one of the first people saying, like no no to ai and now she's completely flipped and one of the claims to flame, fame with that software is what you're talking about lisa long form and relevant to things where the links and the resources are strong and it's a more expensive tool i haven't tried it yet but i know that's a new one the one i'm in which is really going to crack you up because this tool I love because it's it's an AI tool that actually works with your own content. It doesn't scrape from the internet. It works with the content that you put in. Right now, it's basically working from audio and video files, which of course, you know, we're all kind of dabbling in more and more. So in other words, if you put your podcast content, for example, in, it'll give you that content back at, in terms of all the titles, all the notes, all the timestamps. It'll give you questions. It's called Cast Magic. And I'm actually talking to them about maybe having the ability to put your written content in there as a source as well, because it has additional, in addition to transcribe all your content that you feed it, it also has the ability to have a magic AI component where you can then go outside of what the tool's doing and bring in like chat GPT or whatever AI they're attached to that lets you like expand upon what you're doing. I started using AI not for writing, as you guys know, I've been using it more for like backgrounds with the marketing mirror and with like artwork and things that I can do in my head, but not on paper. And that's another part of AI. Also I'm playing with text or text to speech which is interesting because you can give, as you guys saw me playing with some characters like Marketing Millie with voices, but these are all different ways. I think that bloggers are going to have to embrace it. I think we'll all agree. Let, let's just go back a minute. I think we all agree, and most bloggers and writers and content marketers will agree that, that blogging is still relevant in 2024. It's interesting when Henneke responded about that question, she said that 
yes, it is still relevant and she will still, of course, be blogging. But what she said is, I think it has changed over the years and that blogging has become less of an easy win. And I think that's absolutely true. And even more so, again, with all the inundation of AI, because it is a lot easier for more people to write and put out content. But she also said it's harder to get traffic, which Lisa can speak to a little more with SEO. I know that's a favorite topic of hers, and that's all about traffic. But she said it's harder to get traffic, but it's still possible as long as blogging is part of a strong content strategy. And that it actually blends to exactly what I think. I think your content strategy or your content marketing is revolves around your blog, which I call the content hub of your business and your website. Again, I think we're all in agreement that there is a future for blogging in 2024, but that it is a little bit different in that, you know, it's, it's evolving and more so this year than ever. Um, I just, could I comment yes. on the SEO? Yes, please. Yes, so SEO has made a huge, I just can't even say how big difference. My traffic has more than doubled the past few months, and I've been working on it for seven months. And I kind of refer to it as a content wheel so that you have to keep blogging about the same topics, you know, different posts about one topic. So if I write about Twitter, I should have 30 different articles about Twitter and they should be interlinked and they should be updated. And then I may have another, uh, I call it a, a spoke on the wheel for Facebook or another one for Instagram. And you have to tie them all together and update and keep working them. And that's what really has helped. It's huge. And another thing I know that you've um, recently talked about, which also is helpful, is that updating of content yes. on your blog. And do you want to talk about that for a second? Because you go about it in a specific way. Yeah, I usually check to see what content is starting to fall as far as um, impressions, clicks, views. If I see it start to fall after a month or two, then it means it's really time to update. And that's all in the Google search console. So you can check and see what your worst performing content is, decide whether it should be deleted or updated. Some cases you have to delete old content because it's just dragging your site down, especially if it's very thin content. Is it okay to delete it or do you need to redirect I, it to something yeah i usually redirect it to something else relevant along the same right. topic or exactly something. that's yep and if you use yoast so, or rank math it tells you i think it's uh if i can't remember offhand if it's a three uh, 301 i believe is the correct uh format on that and you, you just have to make sure you do that correctly for the redirect yes that's so cool. So it, when asked if we if if blogging has a future in 2024, and I said, and we all agreed, yes, it does. Then my next part of that question was, if so, how do you see it evolving? And I kind of like what Henneke answered in this regard. She said that there needs to be more focus on thought leadership and personality. And she says, human content wins. And of course, you know, I'm big on that. And she's saying less focus on run-of-the-mill how-to content. And, you know, how-to content has always been a big winner 
in the blogging arena. So I find that answer to be very interesting. But what it does for me is it challenges me and you and all of us, I think, to retire with that thought leadership, that personality, and to do something above the typical how-to, right? I think it's a challenge that she kind of mentions that it can't just be that run of the mill. No, I think blogging is very important because it gives your website the content, you know, and you need that content to rank and you need the content in order to generate leads. So I think it's still very important going into 2024 because it's your home. It's your home. It's your real estate where, you know, if you're on social media, that's not your real estate. It's the rented space. Right. And you definitely, it, 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 I think that we have to be more omni-channel than we used to be just even a couple years ago because of the high, huge deluge of content. I think that, you know, that makes us have to produce more in a way and be more visible on on more channels. But at the same time, if you're not driving people back to your own real estate, to your own community, to somewhere where you have control that's not a platform, then you're making a mistake in the big in the big uh, scheme of things because let's face it, they can shut you down, turn you off, or a platform comes and goes overnight. Well, that's why I recommend spending more time on your blog than social media. And I took off all my social buttons on my site about a year ago. I only have some click to tweets and blog posts because I still generate, you know, traffic through Twitter and even Pinterest. But as far as the others, I don't spend as much time there anymore. I find that I'm better off spending my time optimizing the blog through SEO techniques than using all the other channels. Because then you spread yourself too thin. You know, if you if you have more than three, you're really going to spread yourself too thin and you're going to ignore your blog. And that's the most important piece of property. That's your home, your home base. Um, The other thing is the other. Well, the other side is that, you know, you're on my in my view, your blog also is the hub of your content marketing. So it it actually is the fuel that is the flame, the fire, the fuel that fires your social. If you don't have content in your right. on your blog, you don't have social fodder. You don't have something to share. And of course, I do get a higher ratio than most for percentage, like the percent, the average percentage of traffic that comes from social is way lower than what I do from social because I concentrate there. But I think you raise a really good point and a lesson note to self to put more attention back to the blog. I tend to work right so much for clients and other projects that sometimes I neglect my own. Oh, so bad. Yeah, that's and that's a common thing I hear from others as well. Um and it's something I've kind of done, you know, different over the years, but I've also had the time to do it. So, well, let's face it. Lisa is the top dog in blogging and in her website, Inspire to Thrive, is really one of the most hopping website out there for 
everything digital marketing, social media marketing. The other thing that you do so well, Lisa, that I am always inspired by is how do you keep up on so many social channels, even though that's not even as you just said, your concentration, you still really, I know because in part you have to, for clients, keep up on, you know, what's going on, what's changing, what's new. Yes, I, I do a lot of testing. So when you see me on the networks as myself, I'm usually, you know, testing what's working, what's not working. So I know for my clients what I can do or not do, you know, even with YouTube, you know, I've been doing more YouTube videos and I use an AI tool to create my blog post into a video. Um, and I've also hired someone, Julie from New Horizons uh, 123 Media. She's done some for me as well. So I kind of use the combo between her and the AI because sometimes the AI takes me more time to do it. So I'm like, Julie, can you do it? And um, yeah, and so I've been experimenting with that because I have some clients that I manage their YouTube channel. So Anytime I take on a client that uses certain networks, I've got to still stay in the fold. Even Facebook, I do a lot of Facebook pages, so I do have to use my Facebook page and try different things and say, okay, what's really working? Is it the carousel post? Is it the video? Is it just text? Is it a longer piece? Is it personal? Is you know, There's so many variables, and the same thing with ads. People saw me doing Twitter ads. It's like I got to experiment, you know, and right. Your yep. job is, that's one of the, the most fun things about digital marketing and content marketing and blogging is that as somebody who helps strategize and work with clients in these areas and consult with clients, it's so much fun for us because we do get to experiment and need to experiment because we need to be up on it to in order to help other people. And so that makes it, I think, more interesting and more fun. But it really keeps you on your toes. It's fast moving, that's for sure. Yes, yes, definitely. So you're, you uh, and I and Henneke all agree that the blog is the ticket for building your brand and being a, a strategic part of your content marketing. It has to be strategic. Lisa uh, really, I think, stresses the SEO factor of, you know, moving that organic reach with SEO and to bring people to their site for higher ranking and generating more clicks, which of course, all that leads to more leads and sales. All of it has to be kind of attached so that there's a rhyme and a reason to it. You have your, you know, your cornerstone piece that's the center of those hubs that Lisa talked about. And then you build out the spokes from there, which are topics around that core piece. And it all leads back to that core piece to build your SEO. Uh, one thing that Henneke mentions when we talk about businesses benefiting most from their blogs into the new year is that we have to know our audience in order to gain the best ability to optimize. So if we know who we're speaking to, if you know your audience, then you can develop what's unique about you, she says. She says, be personal. And she says, have a strong marketing strategy. And I think that's something that some bloggers really do neglect, that they don't have the content marketing strategy around it. They're not thinking like you, Lisa, with the hub and spoke kind of thing, the cornerstone pieces and how that all enters into an SEO framework. And I think those things are super important. 
So we should be thinking about that. I think we should, as Jamie mentioned earlier, that she hasn't really dove into AI. I think that we have to dive into AI. It's not a choice, but there's different ways to go about it. Andy Crestodina, who we both, I think, also really like and respect in it from Orbit Media, Orbit Studios. Yes. Um, yep. He had a recent article about prompts. I think you shared it, Lisa, on LinkedIn, maybe. I may have. Um, yeah, because I know I shared it on Twitter, too. But anyway, I thought that the article was super smart because it really was talking about looking at AI from different perspectives, like bringing marketing questions into it, bringing SEO questions into it. And like I mentioned with that tool, Cast Magic, what I like about it is I'm not getting anything but my own my own information fed back. So it's all my own ideas and thoughts and all my own content that it is working with. So I'm not getting just random stuff scraped off the internet. And I love that if, if they have a new thing now called pages where you can put like 10 pieces of related content in and then get a condensed you know, version of that in any format you want. They'll give you tweets, they'll give you threads, they'll give you LinkedIn posts, they'll give you newsletters, they'll give you blog posts, whatever you want. It's just insane. And now they actually even have a Zapier integration so that you can say, okay, take this media that I put in this, this podcast or this YouTube video that I put in, create from it a blog post, a LinkedIn newsletter, a blah, blah, blah. And it's so good because it's working from what you exactly put in it that it doesn't give you like too much extra meat or, you know, too much extra research that's left to you, like with the other tools where you have to check everything so well. well because you already checked it when you put it in from, from your own perspective, right? Right, right. That's something different anyway. Anyway, what would you say is the final, your final thoughts on having a really successful blog in 2024 and, you know, what your top recommendations would be, Lisa? I would just say really to go and really look at your old blog posts objectively and do some updatings, do some deleting if you've had your blog for a long time. If your blog is fairly new, you may want to update some content that's four months or older and really hone in on the different um, spokes of the wheel, as I describe it. So if your blog has, say, four main topics, make sure that you're doing, you know, 20 posts on each topic. And that's something even myself I have not done on my third blog, my blog that I'm kind of playing with I just realized the other day and I'm like gee you know I haven't done that on that blog I've only got maybe 40 posts there but now I'm going to start working on the spokes you know adding more to have them more in line with each other. Lisa you have so many blogs and so many many articles Do you, would you say that the AI has made that more possible than ever before because I, I mean, most people can't keep up with you before AI, but now I think you're really pumping it out even faster. Yeah, it has helped. And I also did a lot of sponsored posts, but I don't do as many now because I'm really fussy because if they don't fit in the wheel, I don't accept them no matter what the amount of money is. I'm very fussy what I accept. So 
that's been, you know, made it a little, actually a little slower, but I'm always updating. Like I, you know, if I've got nothing new, I usually update almost every day, almost seven days a week. Sometimes I'll skip on the weekends, but. I think that's one of the mistakes a lot of bloggers make. They've got a muddy, a muddy content strategy because they're all over and they don't like stick with those main category hub things and then build you know only in those areas so it gets confusing yes and myself included I was my inspire was a mess until I really you know I would say about a year ago um really started working on that to to get it back in shape yes yep it makes a difference. It really does. Lisa has taken her already high traffic and I think like doubled it recently with this effort, people. Just want to throw that yeah. in there, which is amazing. And I want to also give a shout out to, uh, it's called, let's see. Lisa wants to give a shout out here to weignitegrowth.com and Palomi, I believe that's how we believe that's how you pronounce it, who is a branding website and SEO content specialist. She helped me out with SEO about a year ago for about a, a month. Oh, nice. And she really, you know, opened my eyes to a lot of this. And then I started, you know, learning more as I was going on. And Yeah, it's just been just been an evolving. But I do want to give a shout out to her because she really helped me to get started. She's from the Netherlands. And um yeah, she's and her site is all about SEO. You know, and Anne, uh, Anne Smarty, Anne, Anne Smarty, uh, uh, SEO Smarty, Anne Smarty is also a great. I love uh, yes. a couple of her most recent newsletters talking about. I find it interesting because she studies it so deeply and for so long. Like when yes. I started, she was the SEO source, and she's still all over it. But I love how. She looks at different perspectives and questions what's up too. You know what I mean? She's right. Like, she doesn't have the here's the only answer. She's like, you know, we can speculate that they're thinking this or we can, you know, determine by what we've seen in the past and what, you know, which way it's heading. And I love that she's, you know, at questioning, not just. Yeah, know. she's awesome. She's awesome too. I've learned a lot from reading her stuff and. Um, congratulations to her starting her new company too. That's fabulous. Anyway, so I think that the lessons today are good. I want to thank Henneka for giving us her information to include. I thought that was really lovely of her. Yes. I'm sorry that Anthony got stuck off of out of the Wi-Fi world, which is crazy <laughs> what are you doing outside of wi-fi mr anthony genzel of genzel marketing who does collaborate and uh, work with lisa and i on different things he's a colleague and again a content marketer and blogger and um i love lisa's kind of tilt to the seo part i think i tilt to the you know human to human 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 mm-hmm. and i think that combination is probably the perfect combination if we could put those together we'd have the real gold mine <laughs> true <laughs> yeah so okay i think we've covered it so i think it was yeah. fun yep definitely okay thank you thank and you take, take care bye everyone
Bye, everyone. Thank you for checking out this episode of The Marketing Mirror because everything you do reflects your business and brand. I'd like to thank Lisa Sicard of Inspire to Thrive for all her thoughtful information and input. I'd like to thank Henneke Dustermott for giving us her remarks concerning the future of blogging. She is one of our favorites. And I'd like to thank you for listening to, tuning in, checking out The Marketing Mirror. And please stop back for the next episode coming out soon. This is Sue Ann with Right Mix for Business, and I appreciate you being here. Have a great day. Thanks. Hi, I'm Lessa Cadet, host of her Extraordinary Life by Design podcast, where we celebrate women who are shaping their lives one extraordinary day at a time. I speak with women from all over the world about what they do and how they are passionately pursuing their dreams and creating meaningful impacts on their communities. So come join us and learn about all there is to learn about these extraordinary women. Welcome to Sarah Talk Solutions. Ladies and gentlemen, you've tuned into a beautiful different type of show. I'm Sarah B and I'm your host. You can find me on my IG, which is Aussie underscore Sarah underscore LA. I talk about amazing, relevant conversations and topics and what functions that goes on in this magical, wonderful, wonderful city of the City of Angels. My IG, which is Aussie underscore Sarah underscore LA.